pass over the middle to Madison, caught at the 10, spins off the line at the 5, Bryce to the 2, to the 1, touchdown! Alexander Madison! Yo, happy Friday, and welcome to another edition of Vikings Vantage, presented by Pepsi. I hope you had a great week. My name is Gabe Henderson from the Vikings Entertainment Network, and tonight I am joined by Vikings.com's Tatum Everett. She's making her Vikings Vantage debut. Tatum, what's going on? Happy to be here. Can't believe we're finally doing this. I uh, look forward to Vantage every week, and to be a part of it has been pretty cool this week. It's been pretty cool, and we got a busy, busy week. So coming up on the show, we're here from the former radio analyst of the Carolina Panthers. I know Vikings fans will not want to hear from him because his name is Eugene Robinson. He's a good friend of mine, and he has not caused good memories for this Vikings fan base. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about what I'm talking about later in the show with him, but he does have a a plethora of knowledge about the upcoming Carolina Panthers, who are 3-2. and And in the words of Paul Allen, the boom is at noon at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. So before we get to him, Tatum, um, I know you're new to the show, but we used to do this thing called the one best thing. But since this show is sponsored by Pepsi, Pepsi was founded in my home state of North Carolina. Very nice. Didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I didn't realize both sodas are from the South. Both? I mean, the South is the the best. I just didn't know. I really did it. Well, clearly, North Carolina (laughs) is the best state in America. Um, But Pepsi's slogan is, that's what I like. So for starters, I want to term this next portion of the show, that's what I like versus the Carolina Panthers. So what are you liking about this matchup against the Panthers on Sunday? Well, first of all, love the segment idea, except okay. every time you say it, it reminds me of the T.I. song. And that's <laughs> what I hear in my head every time. But um, what I like, you like? <laughs> and, right? <laughs> I don't know why that that's what it is, but that's what I keep hearing. Um I guess it just kind of showed my age a little bit, but that's okay. I mean, I knew the song too. Yeah. Lyric well, for good. lyric. That's good. So we're, I'm, in, I'm in this with you. So what I like about this matchup is Kirk Cousins. Okay. I am really, really happy to see him so fired up. Okay. After last week, I know that right now the feeling is not like for some reason that was, I guess this was a win, but it just didn't feel good. And so at the end of the day, Kirk's excitement at the end of the, of the game with coach Zimmer he had a bounce back performance after mm-hmm. Cleveland. I'm really excited about this, you know, quote unquote, Kirk Tober. <laughs> <laughs> I know his passer rating went back up. He sits at 11th in the NFL. Uh, you know, clearly he's playing a clean game, mm-hmm. only two interceptions so far. So it's to me, it's it's a reflection of Kirk making better decisions and feeling more confident in this offense. But it's also the offensive line has been doing well. They've only allowed nine sacks this season, which is really good when you think yeah. about how much flux there was heading into this into this year. So um, the one thing that makes me a little bit nervous about that, though, is that Carolina's defense is so good mm-hmm. on third down, and that's where this offense really struggles. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little nervous about that. But I will say it was very promising to listen to PA's X's and O's segment this week. I thought you were going to say Coach Kirk's Zimmer. mic'd up. I also, yeah. <laughs> I know, honestly, everyone was debating about whether or not they would hear what he said, mm-hmm. or they were like, oh, what did Kirk say? What did Kirk say? And lo and behold, NFL Films had him mic'd up. Yep. So that was a nice move. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, what, what Coach Zimmer told PA this week is that he sat down with the offensive coaches and they went through situations and talked about what kind of plays they could call in those situations. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to see a little bit more diversity in the play calling and maybe even some more risk-taking. Yeah. 
I think you have to take more risk. And, and a point that's been brought up earlier this week is taking risk and sudden change. And sudden change means when the opposing team has a, either a turnover on downs, an interception, or a fumble, and we get the ball back, and it's a sudden change, and we have to go out and you know make a big play. We already have the momentum. We already have the crowd. But actually being more aggressive in those moments, I think that is key to – um, some success this upcoming Sunday because we know Sam Darnold, he is going to turn the ball over. So there's going to be a lot of sudden change on Sunday. What we do with that, that is what is going to be the outcome of the game. Four sudden changes in the past two weeks, only three points. We got to change that. Yikes. So to your point, yes, more aggressive. That was a really good interview with Kirk and PA. Mm-hmm. That is on Vikings.com right now. So make sure you check that out. But one thing I like about this upcoming game is our defense versus Sam Darnold. Yeah. Mike Zimmer has played one game against Sam Darnold. I think it was back in 2018. Mm-hmm. And he had one touchdown, three interceptions, and a loss against the Vikings. So I think Mike Zimmer knows how to scheme this guy up. Of course, this Carolina Panthers defense, they have some rotation. They have some injuries on their old line and their right tackle moved to left tackle. Brady Christensen is their right tackle, rookie out of BYU. Granted, it was his first starter's first game playing. But I'm taking my I'm taking my chances on Daniel Hunter. Any chance I get oh, against sure. Brady, Christian. and they just feel like they're really coming into their own. I right. know, you know, despite maybe Everson Griffin taking over that starting role, mm-hmm. we both were able to talk to DJ Wadham this week, who is just feeding off the energy of yeah. the older guys around him. And um, I th- I think it's you know we 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 don't know what kind of Christian McCaffrey yeah. we will see. But um, I think whether Christian McCaffrey is playing or not. Mm-hmm we can game plan for that. We know he's still going to be still trying to figure out, okay, is my hamstring good? Is it not good? And we got to take advantage of that. You think my, I mean, you would only think Mike Zimmer would say, okay, this guy mentally, he might, well, physically he might be a hundred percent, but coming back from an injury mentally, you're not a hundred percent until, you know, second or third quarter. And we know what their offense and defense, how how they perform in the third quarter. And they're not really that good. So this is an opportunity for us to take, take advantage of that. Do you know how many times Sam Darnold has been sacked this season? I know he's been sacked 11 times in the past three games. 14. So, so He's been sacked 14 times this season. So, wow. And, and Sam Darnold, as we've seen with his history in the Jets, with the Jets, he yeah. needs that time in the pocket. He cannot perform as well under pressure. Yeah. He can't be forced into making quick decisions. That's when he, you know gets picked off. That's right. when he throws these interceptions. He's had five in the last two games. I mean, that's that's where that's where you can affect this mm-hmm. Panthers team. And I feel like the Vikings have just the right strength and the right area mm-hmm. to to affect this game. I agree with you. And I think what Kirk Cousins has on Sam Darnold is that veteran presence. He's mm-hmm. been in the league for a while. He's face pressure. Granted, Kirk doesn't like pressure in his face. But he he's more he's less susceptible to forced throws like Sam Darnold does right now. Well, and even even more than that, that could be a complaint about Kirk maybe in la- in seasons before, yeah. but he's really, really shown that he's improved on that part of his yeah. game. And Kirk is more willing to run now. That was that was the biggest <laughs> thing. It, it does seem unorthodox when he pulls the ball down, but the fact that he actually doesn't mind going out there and sliding for a first down, or I mean, he made a, a three-yard run for a first down last week, like a twenty-yard uh, tumble, but he made it. And the fact that he is actually making this offense better this year with Dalvin Cook out. Hopefully, he is playing on Sunday. But the fact that Kirk has been a spark plug for this offense, I think that is a recipe for success going forward. But going forward, Mike Zimmer has some thoughts about this Carolina Panthers team. Uh, Excited for this uh, opportunity to go down to Carolina. Really good football team. They play extremely hard on defense, ranked in top five in all categories. Offensively, uh, they do a great job, not only in a running game, a passing game, good in screens. 
um, give you a lot of different looks. So it'll be a big, big challenge for us this week. How does that just kind of stress the offense with how fast they are? Yeah, they're very fast. The corners, are, corners, you know, they, they they believe in their speed. They sit on some routes. You know, up front, the, the linebackers are really fast. Uh, they they accelerate to the holes really quickly. Um, and they play really hard. They play fast and they play hard. They seem to blitz quite a bit on defense. Does that stand out to you? Yeah, they, they blitz quite a bit. Um, uh, a lot of different ways. They line up in uh, double A's. They'll line up in one guy over the center. They'll line up. They'll bring the nickel. They'll drop the three inside guys out and play cover two. So, yeah, they, they like to bring pressure. And when you got that going into a game, and you've recently seen maybe some three-man rushes, like where guys are dropping eight, like how do you expect, what do you expect going into a game like that where they show one tendency, but then you've been getting another? I mean, we're planning on them bringing pressure because that's what they do. So, um, you know, it's similar to some of the other games. You know, the two-minute drill, we won't see three-man rushes for sure. <laughs> They'll be rushing. There are indications McCaffrey won't play, but Hubbard's coming off a 100-yard game. What do you think of Hubbard and what he can do? Yeah, he runs the ball really well. Actually, you know, both backs do. Hubbard had some good catches against us last year. Uh, runs good routes and uh, coming out of the backfield. He's he's a, a good player with speed. How did you feel that Garrison's week of practice went this week for you guys? Uh, he did pretty good. Um, I feel like Mike Zimmer's mood never changes whether we win or lose. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> it's almost like that, like you're trying to read someone when you're having yeah. a conversation with them and you just never can can grasp it. Like you, you, I feel like you literally have to turn on the subtitles with him to like actually <laughs> understand what he's saying because it's, he's not too high, not too low. You just have to listen to what he's saying and, and then make your story out of that. But final thoughts heading into Sunday right before we get to our guest interview. What, what you got? I, I really think this is this, this is the game to take advantage of the second half. It's yeah. a place that's really been tough for both sides of the ball for this Vikings team. But you know who else struggles in the third quarter? Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Yep. They've only have seven points in the third quarter this season, which is the fewest in the NFL. Crazy. So it is crazy. And it's crazy, though, that, that the Vikings aren't much better in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is a really good time to come out, attack, attack the third quarter like you attack the beginning of a game. Yeah. Those scripted plays, that's where the Vikings have been really good this season on offense, been able to build a lead for the most part. So if you can come out and attack the third quarter right in the beginning in that same uh, in that same way, I think that's kind of where you can start to set yourself apart. And their defense has given up 27 third quarter points in the past nope. two weeks. So there's opportunities for us to score. We haven't scored a touchdown, an offensive touchdown six since week one. Oof. So statistically, it shows that we should we should be able to score our first touchdown. That or year. the third quarter will be the fastest quarter of football we've ever had this season. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hoping that's not the case, or at least we're, we're scoring at least <laughs> right? in the third quarter. So um, speaking of scoring – uh, 1998 is the most memorable year for the Minnesota Vikings, and it all came down to one play overtime against the Atlanta Falcons, 1998 NFC Championship. Wide open Randy Moss literally was two inches from catching the ball, and then there's a free safety from the Atlanta Falcons. He comes in and knocks the ball away. The Vikings punt. The Atlanta Falcons come in. They score. They go to the Super Bowl. The guy who batted that ball down, his name is Eugene Robinson. Oh, I see what you did there. He is our guest for the show. He's coming up after the break. We're going to talk about that PBU and then talk about the Carolina Panthers, who he's covered for the past 20 years, which is crazy. Yeah, don't don't turn your, your radios off if you just heard Gabe say that. You might <laughs> want to just stay tuned and listen. I have a feeling he'll have some good things to say. 
So I'm mean, I'm looking forward to that conversation. He 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 will relive that moment and relive and I guess look forward to this upcoming Sunday's matchup against I guess his home team now in the Carolina Panthers. Stay tuned. Don't turn the dial. We'll be right back. We'll be back with our guest of the week, Eugene Robinson. But first, hey Vikings fans, this football season make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Vikings fans, we're turning to cold with Tide. Washing in cold saves money on energy bills, and if it works on NFL stains, it can work for yours. Skull Tide, Skull Vikings, Skull Cold. Now let's get to our guest of the week, Eugene Robinson. All right, welcome back to Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. Gabe Henderson here alongside our guest of the night. His name is Eugene Robinson. I I gave him a a fair intro right before the break, but if you don't know who Eugene Robinson is, uh, I got a a sound clip to play you, whether it's, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, get to know him a little bit better if you're a Minnesota Vikings fan. Incomplete. Looked like he was open. He looked like he was behind everybody. Eugene Robinson back there to knock it away. Yeah, and they haven't heard a lot from Eugene Robinson today, but he's a guy that has to make that play. <laughs> was that a big one for Eugene Robinson? That was close. I mean, that was that far from being a touchdown, a score, and a win for the Vikings. So you stole our hearts, Eugene. Um, that that PBU is still it still goes down in history as. Uh, for lack of a better term, not the happiest moment in Minnesota Vikings history, but reliving that play yeah. where you you <laughs> you sent the the state of Minnesota into agony. What what went through your mind when, when going through that play? Well, Gabe, here's the irony. I grew up a Minnesota Vikings fan. Wow. The reason why I was playing football wow. is because of Chuck Foreman. I wanted to be Chuck Foreman, Alan Page. I wanted to be Gary Larson. I wanted to be Mick Kingerhoff. I wanted to be uh, 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 Fran Tarkenton. Francis Asbury Tarkinson, I should say. I was a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. Wow. And so uh, that play that you're referencing, the reason why I was able to make that play is because they saw something earlier, and I saw the same thing they saw, is that we ran a cover two. We were in cover two, basically, mm-hmm. and the corner didn't jam Randy Moss, and he came off running scot-free. However, uh, Randall Cunningham was running to uh, away from, running to the opposite side, uh, almost like on a drip or bootleg, the opposite side of Randy Moss, so he never saw the play. Mm-hmm. But I saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness. If they come back to this play and we don't get a jam, I said, we're going to be in trouble. And so, lo and behold, they came back to that same set, the same formation, the same play. I looked at it, I recognized it, and I said, let me back up at least three more yards. <laughs> I backed up about three more yards, and as soon as the ball was snapped, I didn't see the jam by my corner, uh, Booker. He didn't jam. I turned and just started running. And when I was running, I heard Randy Moss pass me. I'm like, dang it, Randy Moss just passed me. So then I said, I've been telling guys all week that long, Randy Moss will outrun the ball because he's so fast. Mm-hmm. So if he outruns the ball and you're behind him, stop, take a look and see where the ball is and just play the ball. Forget about Randy Moss now. So I took my own advice. I played the ball. And when I looked, I said, oh, man, I, I got an interception. And as I was going for the interception, Randy Moss actually, he actually knocked the ball out of my hand. <laughs> yeah. So, um, or at least so we were fighting for the ball and it, and it dropped. But that play becomes one of the pivotal plays. And that play was based on film study and based on what I saw during the game. Hmm. But the ironic thing about that is 
I grew up a Minnesota Viking fan, and I always wanted to be a Minnesota Viking. Wow, that that that's that's an that's an amazing story, Mr. Robertson. Um, j- just thinking about that, we we know just fast forwarding. Uh, to 2009, that was that was our last glimmer of uh, well, the closest glimmer we've had to a Super Bowl. So, the, I guess the story just keeps repeating, and now we're in 2021. Now we got the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, and it's another quest to another Super Bowl. But I, I got to rewind back because when you look at this Vikings offense right now, uh, we know you played in three three consecutive Super Bowls, uh, one in Green Bay, well, two in Green Bay, and then one in Atlanta. Two of those Super Bowl losses were against the Denver Broncos. We know this. Minnesota Vikings team, they run a similar offense to that Gary Kubiak, you know, outside zone run yeah. scheme, play action pass, a similar offense to those uh, Super Bowl winning teams. So when you look at this Minnesota Vikings offense against this really stout Carolina Panthers defense team, what stands out to you? Well, what stands out to me, it starts with, I believe, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. It starts with the ability of Kirk Cousins to delegate the ball. And plus, don't forget, is Delvin Cook playing? If he's playing, the Minnesota Vikings are a totally different team. <laughs> they are explosive teams. Three of the top running backs, in my opinion, in the league are Elvin Kamara, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Delvin Cook. Of course, I could put Ezekiel in that and, mm-hmm. and a number of other guys. But these guys have consistently been able to beat the crap out of you. So when Delvin Cook is playing, you, got, you, you it just makes that it makes it makes it that much harder for your defense because of his ability not only to catch the ball but his ability to run the ball and run with precision, and make people miss, and, and, and just elevate the Minnesota Vikings. So that's why I think it starts with that, with that skill set. Cousins, you got Thielen, but you, you, you got my man Delvin Cook, which is a, a game changer. And going against our defense, the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. our defense has really stepped up to the, to, to the plate. They've done an amazing job of keeping the run down. Mm-hmm. Of, of, of limiting a team so that you're not running all over them. Because if, if you can run on a team, you can pass on a team. But we've been able to shut down the run uh, just a little bit. And because of that, it's helped us in the passing game. It's helped us getting sacks. It's helped us in the time where we need to go ahead and pressure the ball. And so um, it, it really starts for us, I really believe, with our defense. Our defense needs to be able to stop the run and Minnesota can run the ball and mm-hmm. it can throw the rock, but we have to be able to stop the run. If you don't stop the run, you, you're in trouble. So the, the Carolina Panthers, four different, four different starting quarterbacks in the past four seasons. What does Sam Darnold bring to the table that helps complement a, a healthy Christian McCaffrey? See, what I think, and I, I, I saw this and I've been seeing this all year long. He's really, really good. Mm. He does a lot of things well. He throws the ball on time. He gets the ball out. He, he's able to get the rock out quickly. And what I think he does really, really well, I think he's able to diagnose what he has on his first and second look and then be able to make that decision. You know, rarely go to that third look, but first and second look, I think he has that timing of getting that rock out. He, he gets the ball out fast, and he's pretty accurate. With the exception of last week mm-hmm. against the Philadelphia Eagles, this is the first time I've seen him kind of really throw the ball behind somebody without trying to actually do a back shoulder fade. Hmm. So even with that said, I've been on record saying I feel like this week is going to be the week for Harrison Smith to to get his first interception of the season. And I know you being a former safety, you following the Vikings. What does right. it – I mean, of course, 
I can't say, you know, I hope he, you know, intercepts your guy because I know you can't say the same thing. But a guy in Harrison Smith, knowing the safety position, are you a fan of his? And what does he bring to the table? Man, Harrison Smith is a baller, dog. I'm mm-hmm. always a fan of a professor who's a baller. And you ball, I'm, I'm, I'm your fan. Mm-hmm. Particularly when you're on defense because I'm a, I'm a fan of defensive back. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of guys who make plays. Uh, and you, Harrison's at that, uh, that, that prime spot where you can go ahead and make him play, mm-hmm. where you can go ahead and, and do something. And so I, I, I like him. I like him a lot. like him a lot. And I think he's one of those guys who makes a difference. And then don't forget it. He'll not get it next week. <laughs> He'll punish you. And so I, I really believe that this game is you know, almost like the Philadelphia game. You better not be sleeping on the, on, on, on the Minnesota Vikings. Don't, don't sleep. Mm-hmm. These cats are extremely good. And the same thing. Don't sleep on the, on the Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. because this team is very, very good. Defensively, offensively, they, they, play, they play some really good ball. So this is going to be a really good battle because I think there's just too much parity in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. There's just too much parity right now. So my last question for you is what do you think the, the, I want to say the outcome of the game will be, but what do you think this game will come down to as far as like which way it tears? Like, is it run game? Is it pass game? Interceptions, turnovers? What, in your opinion, what, what is it? I, I think it's whoever can pressure the quarterback the most. Hmm. Both quarterbacks are, are, are very good at getting that rock out. And I think it comes down to if you're able to press the quarterback, and, 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 and limit some of those those third downs. If you're able to do that, you you got you you you're cooking with gas. You, you you're doing something. So it's, I think it's going to be a defensive game. And who can stop what quarterback? Sam Donald or Cousins? If you can stop either one, then you have a great chance of winning the game. I love to hear it. I'm sure Vikings fans love to hear it too. It's a lot of really good guys on both sides of the ball. And you know, may the best team win. Of course the. Being up here in the purple, I'm going to say that hopefully the Vikings will win. But good to go back home. Good to see you this upcoming Sunday. And uh, best of luck going forward. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Well, that was Eugene Robinson, former NFL player, played in the NFL for 16 years, has done work with the Carolina Panthers for the past 20 years. Um, I know he isn't a fan favorite, but hopefully since he is a Vikings fan, hopefully that makes the, the situation a little bit better. But more importantly, we got a game on Sunday. And it is at 12 o'clock noon Central Time against the Carolina Panthers. We got to get a win. Got to get one win before we get the bye. And then it's a new season from there. So with that said, for Tatum Everett, Eugene Robinson, my name is Gabe Henderson. And thank you again for tuning into another edition of Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. Pepsi, that's what I like.